Good morning. Welcome to Spotlight on Maryland. I'm Austin Todd, and today I'm joined by two incredible guests. They're here to talk to us today about Baltimore Homecoming. I'm joined by Robin Lee, Baltimore Homecoming's Executive Director, and Augie Chisera, Regional President of M&T Bank. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Glad to be here. Well, uh, first, first and foremost, Robin, tell us about Baltimore Homecoming for those who aren't familiar with what the event is and what your organization does. Yeah, absolutely. And um, thanks for asking. So Baltimore Homecoming is a nonprofit initiative that launched in 2017 um, that is building an alumni network of Baltimore's most accomplished expats. Um, so by that, we mean people who spent a significant amount of time in Baltimore, whether they're born and raised or Baltimore natives, or they went to school here or started their careers here and now are actually based outside of Baltimore. Um, the idea is that we see these people as a network of ambassadors for Baltimore um, and also a, a reservoir of goodwill for our city that we want to tap into um, and increase the resources um, for the city. Um, and our, our efforts are centered around a three-day annual event, um, which we, of course, call Baltimore Homecoming. Um, that is designed to uh, attract these individuals to come back to our city, experience the city today, connect with the people, leaders, and doers on the ground, building a brighter future for Baltimore, um, and thereby hopefully inspiring new partnerships, collaborations, investments, philanthropy, you name it. Um, and so we held our first two events in 2018 and 19. Um, and without being said, I think uh, it was obvious that we had to postpone our event um, in 2020 um, and also 2021. So we're now looking forward to the next Baltimore homecoming um, on May 4th through 6th, 2022. Um, we're calling it Amplify because certainly after the pandemic, we're eager to amplify all the amazing things that have uh, that are happening in Baltimore. Um, and so, so that's what Baltimore homecoming is. Of course, we got a couple different programs that I'll be happy to talk about today um, as, that goes into the program. Uh, well, the, I think uh, what we should talk about is this uh, crab tank that I've been hearing about. Uh, you guys recently announced the application round for the crab tank pitch competition. So tell us about what crab tank is. Yeah. Robin, do you want me to take that one or do you want to take that one? You go for it, Augie. <laughs> okay. Um, Austin, just so you know, we were involved with the uh, with the original group that put Homecoming together back in 2017. So we've been a sponsor of the organization since its inception, and we were part of the inaugural event in 2018. And when we came out of that event, um, as uh, as great as it was, we wanted to think together with the Homecoming Committee how we could make it even more local and more personal and really create an opportunity to get dollars into the hands of small businesses in Baltimore and to really um, highlight what is a pretty robust uh, small business ecosystem here. And that was really the genesis of Crab Tank and why um, we were enamored with its concept and wanted to be a supporter of it uh, in 2019. And why we're going to continue to do it for, um, for the next season as well. Well, M&T Bank, you know, a big supporter of the Crab Tank and, uh, you know, Baltimore Homecoming. Tell me about in 2019, the last time we did this, um, as far as how, how'd that go in 2019? Who's the winner and how, how's the money, you know, uh, been used and, you know, towards that Crab Tank and where are they now? What's that been like? Sure. Well, I mean, going back, we had, uh, gosh, over 50 applications from small businesses when we put the, the, 
the outreach um, last time for our first event, which we were pretty satisfied with, uh, given the newness um, of the event, that being the Crab Tank. We ended up offering two awards uh, for the 2019 event. One was um, what we're calling the Grand Prize, which is based on the review of a panel of experts. And then we've got a $2,500 award, which we're calling the People's Choice Award, where we do a survey during the event and have the attendees pick what their favorite um, uh, favorite company was, their favorite pitch was. In 2019, both the uh, Grand Prize and the People's Choice Award went to the same company. In this case, it was Femly, which is a uh, innovative feminine care, uh, innovative feminine care company, uh, which had a, a pretty fascinating story about how to make women's health products more accessible. Well, that's incredible. So, so I mean, definitely, uh, you could say about them as well as everybody else. I mean, huge impact on the community from all of these different uh, participants. What kind of other um, entries do we see for this sort of event? Oh, sure. I mean, it's, it's funny. We had, uh, we had an organization called Smarty Prep, which was an SAT, ACT prep uh, company with a, with a daughter who's uh, 18 and getting ready to go into college. That was something that really uh, stuck home with me. Uh, Sonavi Labs, uh, which is the inventor of Felix, a platform that included uh, artificial uh, intelligence-enabled digital stethoscopes. Um, there was the Fashion Spa House, which was a lifestyle enhancement company, and Emoka Health, which uh, really was an enterprise that uh, really empowers patients to take every dose of their medication. So as you can see, it was a broad range of companies and industries, um, and that's only the five that were invited to pitch at the main event. We saw a much wider group of companies um, with the original application round. Wow. I don't, I don't know how you could choose a winner from all of those. Well, that's not my job. That's why we've got a, a panel <laughs> of experts that are going to make the choice. Because <laughs> it is tough. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll jump in on the, the panel of judges. Um, what's really special about Crab Tank, and, and uh, it harkens back to the name of Crab Tank, you know, um, it fits. Shark Tank, but Crab Tank for Baltimore, of course. Um, and and our, our panel of judges uh, have been a high-profile group of uh, experts from the business and tech industry. Um, people like um, Shauna Tellerman, who's the CEO of Modsy, an online interior design company. She's born and raised in Baltimore and, and went off to San Francisco to start her company. Um, and same thing with Rodney Williams, who's a founder and um, uh, former CEO of Listener, an ultrasonic data company. Same thing. He went out to LA to start his company, um, but and was born and raised in Baltimore and wanted to participate um, in Crab Tank to to help um, you know burgeoning entrepreneurs who were who are just in their shoes um, you know take the next steps. Um, but alongside them, we also had uh, local funders like um, Ashton Newhall from Green, formerly Greenspring Associates. Um, and and others and so the the panel has has been always a strong panel of connections that the pitching companies want to make as well we know some of the judges have kept in touch with those that have pitched um so it's always been really important to have the that web of connections which is sometimes just as important as the prize absolutely you know it's been a been a minute since you've been able to have this event obviously with the pandemic Going into the 2022 event, what are you really looking forward to seeing? And I'd, I'd love to hear both of you answer. Well, I'll jump in here, Robin. What I'm looking forward to seeing is just having 
um, really the the business community back together in person, doing what we do best, identifying opportunities that make sense to invest in, and helping our uh, entrepreneurs be successful in their ventures. And I feel like we've we've I I personally feel like we've missed a lot over the past couple of years, and I'm looking back. I'm looking forward to getting back into the into the market and back into the, the sort of physical space. Absolutely. And I'll, I'll build on that. Um, you know, we're in a unique time of life right now. <laughs> um, uh, what we're um, calling the post-pandemic area era. Uh, maybe we're not post-pandemic just yet, but I think uh, what I mean is that there has been a lot of um, uh, innovation coming out of the, uh, the response to the pandemic. And so it'll be interesting to see what businesses have uh, come out um, of the last two years. As you know, many of the um, applications that uh, come in for the Crab Tank um, tend to be newer companies um, or newer startups and, and um, entrepreneurial uh, ventures. Um, and so I'm looking forward to seeing what sort of applications we get um, from that stream. Um, it'll be really exciting. Um, I, I would do also want to add that, you know, something different that we've been able to do um, from 2019 to this year is we've built a even deeper um, program committee to help us grow the Crab Tank um, program. And these committee members include the p- previous Crab Tank participants, the, the heads of those companies, as well as uh, Baltimore Homecoming host committee members who are civic leaders across uh, the city. And then also um, community advisors who have, who have run different accelerators, um, like the uh, accelerator over at Loyola University um, or the uh, Entrepreneurial Academy at Enoch Pratt Library. Um, so we're excited to have that committee have um, advised us through this process so that we can improve on the program, make the application more accessible, um, and also strengthen you know, what sort of pre- preparation programming that we'll be able to provide for those p- the pitching company, uh, companies for 2022. Um, it sounds like it's a unbelievable opportunity for for those involved uh what is the impact of supporting entrepreneurs in baltimore and why do you make it a priority to support small businesses in our community notably minority and women-owned businesses uh, making them a priority in in the crab tank augie yeah i'll, I'll tell you austin for uh, well i think i think you're aware of this mnt has had a long um, has had long experience in supporting small businesses in our community. We've been the, the top SBA lender for a number of years. I think this past year alone, we originated, gosh, 43 to 45% of all the SBA loans in the Baltimore district. So we've been, we've been um, pretty close to that market um, since we've been here. And, and the number one um, issue we hear from many of our clients is the importance of access to capital, because it's access to capital that allows them, the entrepreneur, to make investments in people and in inventory and in their business to help them grow. And the the, the surest way to help a, a fledgling business be successful is to provide them with the kind of startup capital that um, we're offering through a program like Crab Tank. makes all the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. Robin, do you have anything you'd like to add? Uh, n- not too much. Uh, I think Augie said it all. I just wanted to echo what he said. And, you know, w- the Crab Tank pitch competition is a way to highlight 
um, change makers in Baltimore, but not only folks who are creating change, but um, also have the potential of creating jobs for our communities. So I think that's really, really important and special. Um, and specifically when we're highlighting minority and women-owned businesses, I think that's really representative of the Baltimore community. And I think that's important um, as well. And so, you know, I'll say in 2019, um, we, uh, out of the 40, 50 applications that we had and the five that we were selected, three of the five were um, Black-owned, women-owned businesses. And I think that is apt for, uh, apt to represent, um, you know, Baltimore's business community. Um, so I think that's really special. For anybody who might be interested in Crab Tank, what exactly are the eligibility requirements for businesses? Sure, Austin. We leave it intentionally pretty wide open. So basically, to be eligible, the business must be revenue generating, i.e. you must have paying customers. And number two, you must be based within 50 miles of Baltimore. Yeah, and I'll add to that. Um, So those are the eligibility requirements. But in terms of judging criteria, what's going to make a compelling pitch um, uh, or a compelling application? Uh, We're looking for the quality of the business proposal. Um, including the level of community impact. That's going to be really, really important. And you'll see that in the application, um, as well as the potential for business improvement. You know, what is the level of uh, growth that we can see? And of course, with any pitch competition, we're also looking for the quality of the overall presentation, which applicants will have an opportunity to share their draft uh, presentation through the application as well. So, of course, if people want to have more information and learn more about the program, they can visit BaltimoreHomecoming.com. But a $25,000 grand prize, I mean, that's that's a lot of money. That can make such a huge difference for anybody uh, in the area. Absolutely. Which is why we set the dollar amount where we did. Because um, it is a fair amount of work to, um, you know, fill out the application and we wanted the and to prepare the pitch uh, and so on for our um, for our judges, and we wanted to be worth the entrepreneur's while. Yeah, and I'll add, you know, the twenty five thousand uh, dollar prize um, was able to help Femley or Arian Long, the founder of Femley, um, with uh, the one who won the previous prize in twenty nineteen. Um, Femley's been able to design their first pri- proprietary and one-of-a-kind feminine hygiene dispenser. Um, and so right after the crab tank, with that $25,000, they were able to design, uh, work with the engineering firm, design this product. Um, and this is right um, before legislation was passed that required public restrooms to, requ- um, to provide feminine hygiene products. So she is just perfectly poised to grow her business. Um, and I would, would like to say, uh, due to a lot, um, due to the credit of the, the $25,000 cash prize from the crab tank. So uh, it's a really exciting time for her and for family. Um, and we're uh, excited that we were able to help with that really important growth step. That's incredible. And, you know, w- what, a, what a great time, you know, to uh, be in a position to have such a, a business plan, but now to benefit from crab tank and really kind of take that next step, really have them in a launch position to really take off and have so much uh, success from there. I just wanted to add that, you know, if you think about the pandemic and feminine care products, um, her uh, company was one of only two, I think, in the world, Black-owned, women-owned feminine care products. And so uh, she saw about five to 10 times growth um, over the cost of the pandemic. 
um, being able to um, get products to women across the world. So I thought that was definitely worth sharing. I think it's just an amazing story. Augie, why has M&T chosen to support Baltimore Homecoming on its mission? And what stands out to you about Baltimore Homecoming's mission and programs involved? Sure. Um, it was it was a natural as um, uh, as you as you know M and T is is very heavily vested in Baltimore and in the community and an idea that looks at sharing all the great things that are happening here from a business perspective, community perspective, and investment perspective with individuals whose careers and lives maybe started in Baltimore but since took them outside of the region. It's a great way to showcase all of the great things that are still going on here and provide opportunities for um, our expatriates to uh, re-engage with the city and the community. So it's a win all the way around. Robin, I was talking about this crab tank, of course, Baltimore Homecoming coming up in May, May 6, 2022. This is such an incredible event, a $25,000 grand prize up for grabs for entrepreneurs. Uh, you're still accepting applications, correct? Yes. So the applications um, uh, will be accepted through January 14th. Um, from then, we will have the, our selection committee select our top um, five pitching companies, and we'll, we'll work with them through the spring to prepare their pitches for May 6th. Wonderful. Aside from the Crab Tank, uh, Baltimore Homecoming, I, I also want to talk about this Homecoming Hero Award. Yeah. Uh, one of our special programs, um, Baltimore Homecoming has a slew of community engagement programs, which are programs that um, have us engage with the public to help us shape Baltimore Homecoming's um, program. Um, and so the Homecoming Hero Awards is one of them um, where we ask the public to nominate Baltimore um, community changemakers, um, you know, nonprofit leaders, artists, innovators, um, grassroots organizers who whose stories the public decides should be told on a bigger platform. Um, and so we've been doing this program a couple years now and um, have uh, had wonderful cohorts of um, amazing uh, change makers. And so um, we ask again the public to help us vote on the top five who will have a chance to speak at homecoming and receive a $3,000 cash prize. Um, and so it's another way for us to help elevate the Baltimore stories to that um, Baltimore expat uh, network that we were talking about through Baltimore homecoming. So the semifinalists for the Homecoming Hero uh, have already been announced and voted on, uh, but we're going to have a chance to hear from them at the event in May. That's right. So our 10 semifinalists will all have a chance to participate in Homecoming. Um, our Homecoming guests will have a chance to meet them. Um, but five of them, the five who were voted on by the Baltimore um, community um, as our top five, will have a chance to speak at Homecoming. And so we can learn about their stories on stage at Homecoming in May. And if anyone wants to learn um, more about any of their stories, um, you can check it out on our website at BaltimoreHomecoming.com. Um, you'll have a chance to read about all 10 of our semifinalists and what they do for our communities. For anyone that's interested in applying for the Crab Tank, um, you can access the application at BaltimoreHomecoming.com forward slash Crab Tank 22. Um, there you'll see the application. Uh, more information in the description of the application as well as far as eligibility and um, and timeline and judging criteria. So if you missed any of this in the interview, it's all there at baltimorehomecoming.com slash crabtank2022. Oh, crabtank22. 
Um, Augie, is, is there anything as far as uh, um, that you want to add as uh, from MNT Bank uh, as part of this? Yeah, you know, all I would add is, um, you know, what I like most about the Crab Tank competition is it really highlights all the great things that are going on in Baltimore's small business community. Startups play a, a hugely important role in the vibrance of the city's economy, and this is an awesome way for us to support the work of our entrepreneurs in the city and to support the good work of Baltimore Homecoming. I know that in the past we've heard that, uh, obviously, Baltimore Homecoming has a lot of notable alumni and some people that uh, may be well-known by by those who are listening. Is there anybody that we can expect to be involved in the 2022 event? Absolutely. Um, so Baltimore Homecoming has announced our 2022 cohort of co-chairs, which um, happen to be our most high-profile um, luminaries um, uh, for Baltimore Homecoming. So um, that includes uh, Dan Porterfield, who is the CEO of the Aspen Institute, um, Adina T. Friedman, who is the CEO of NASDAQ. She's from Baltimore. Um, she and Dan are both from Baltimore. Um, Dee Watkins, um, author extraordinaire, um, and also Chris Wilson, another author and artist. Um, and then, of course, Doug Song, who is the now general manager of Cisco Security, but former founder of uh, Duo Security, a big exit in the business community. Um, and he was born and raised in the Baltimore region as well. Um, so alongside those expats, we also have our mayor, Brandon Scott, and um, Dr. Santelisi's from Baltimore County Public Schools, um, uh, representing on our co-chairs as well. It was quite a panel. A yeah, of- we look forward to having each and every one of them speak at Baltimore Homecoming um, and also creating connections with um, the Baltimoreans that are coming back to Baltimore. I'm speaking with Robin Lee. Baltimore Homecoming's executive director and Augie Chisero, regional president of MNT Bank. We're so excited for Baltimore Homecoming to come back for the 2022 uh, event. Obviously, a couple years off with the pandemic, but it's so exciting to have this coming up on the calendar in May. Just in case you missed it earlier, we want to talk about the application deadline uh, through January 14th. Robin, correct? That's right. More information available at BaltimoreHomecoming.com. Uh, some final words. Uh, anything you'd like to add for those interested in learning more and how they could possibly get involved with Baltimore Homecoming? Yeah. So if anyone's interested in the crab tank, um, they can check it out on our website at baltimorehomecoming.com forward slash crab tank 22. Um, that will take you directly to the application um, for which the description will give you more information about the whole program, um, the, the requirements um, and things like that. Um, to be more involved with Baltimore Homecoming, check out our website, get to know um, what we've been able to do in the last couple of programs, um, and then contact us if you're interested or have some ideas um, as to you know people we should be inviting, um, uh, uh, different ideas for the program. Um, we're all ears. Um, we're made up of Baltimore and for Baltimore uh, with regards to you know who's involved in our, our staff and our um, host committee. So we're always open to to new ideas from our community members as well. Augie, any final words that you'd like to share about the event and uh, the community involvement uh, with MNT Bank? I think uh, Robin hit the high points. Homecoming is a great community celebration, and it really is uh, really showcases all the great things that are going on from a uh, business standpoint, uh, an innovation standpoint, and a community standpoint. And um, I think folks locally should should find a reason and a way 
to come on down and celebrate together with us. Well, Robin, Augie, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us this morning about Baltimore Homecoming. I wish you both the best in 2022, and I cannot wait to hear more about the, uh, the event coming up in May. Thanks, Austin. Thank you. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to Spotlight on Maryland. This has been a production of Odyssey Baltimore.